Welcome to the Daily Homily from Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Trenton, Missouri. His daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Network. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The apostles and presbyters, in agreement with the whole church, decided to choose representatives and to send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. The ones chosen were Judas, who was called Barsabbas, and Silas, leaders among the brothers. This is the letter delivered by them. The apostles and the presbyters, your brothers, to the brothers in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia, of Gentile origin. Greetings. Since we have heard that some of our number who went out without any mandate from us have upset you with their teachings and disturbed your peace of mind, we have with one accord decided to choose representatives and to send them to you along with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, who have dedicated their lives to the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we are sending Judas and Silas, who will also convey this same message by word of mouth. It is the decision of the Holy Spirit and of us not to place on you any burden beyond these necessities, namely to abstain from meat sacrificed to idols, from blood, from meats of strangled animals, and from unlawful marriage. If you keep free of these, you will be doing what is right. Farewell. And so they were sent on their journey. Upon their arrival in Antioch, they called the assembly together, and delivered the letter. When the people read it, they were delighted with the exhortation. The word of the Lord. I will give you thanks among the peoples, O Lord. My heart is steadfast, O God, my heart is steadfast. I will sing and chant praise. Awake, O my soul, awake lyre and harp. I will wake the dawn. I will give thanks to you among the peoples, O Lord. I will chant your praise among the nations. For your mercy towers to the heavens and your faithfulness to the skies. Be exalted above the heavens, O God, above all the earth. Be your glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, this is my commandment. Love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you. This I command you, love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. I have called you friends because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. Bishop Sheen wrote, though he called those for whom he died friends, the friendship was all on his side and not on ours. For as sinners, we were enemies. John later on expressed it well when he said that Christ died for us while we were still sinners. Sinners can show a love for one another by taking the punishment another deserves. But 
our blessed Lord was not only taking the punishment, but also taking the guilt as if it were his own. Furthermore, this death that he was about to die would be quite different from the death of martyrs for his cause, since they have the example of his death and the expectancy of the glory which he promised. But to die upon the cross without a, a pitying eye, to be surrounded by a, a multitude who mocked him, and to die without being obliged to die, such was the peak of love. He left us an example. What then shall we do? What then shall we be? Christ's friends or Christ's enemies? The answer depends on our actions, our deeds, our choices. When Christ said, this I command you, love one another, the Latin word used for love in that sentence is diligatis. The root of that word means to choose. It means to choose to love. So although Christ made love of God and neighbor a commandment, he left us free to choose whether to obey or not. This is where our English word diligent comes from. It means performing with intense concentration and focus. Now, what does this tell us? It tells us that the love that Christ was talking about the night before he died is not a feeling or an emotion like the moderns define it. No, love is a conscience, conscious decision. It is a reasonable choice to love God above all things. The precise word for this used in our catechism is charity. And when we make that choice, then and only then, as Christ promised, will our joy be complete. And joy is not a feeling either. It is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So when we love as Christ commanded, we will have joy in its completeness, its plenitude. The precise definition of love, the law of love, hung on a cross for you and me, his quote-unquote, friends who constantly betray him with our sins. But he calls us not to despair. He calls us to love him. You see, he loved us first, and he loves us all the time. We are then given a short amount of time on earth to learn how to love him back. This is why he gave us the holy sacrifice of Mass. Because Christ's love is not a feeling, it is a crucifixion. Feelings don't get crosses carried. Charity does. Feelings don't save anyone. Holy Mass then cannot be so much about feelings and emotions, but rather conscious decisions and reasonable choices. So we come to Mass because our friend commanded us to do so. We come to Mass and offer ourselves to the best friend we will ever have, he who is expiation for our sins. We then get on our knees and diligently offer ourselves with intense concentration and focus. We learn to love God above all things and pray that our joy may one day 
be complete.